This is Rumble Radio, and as you've been hearing today, is Ukrainian Independence Day, and lots of things going on across our area later. More on that to come uh, in a little while. We could talk now to a lady who's been out to Ukraine a few times as part of aid missions. It is Amelia Moremies uh, from Howarth, who's uh, from the Rotary Club of Howarth and Worth Valley. Hello to you, Amelia. Hello, Stuart. Good morning. So tell me about your last trip. I think when we spoke to you and John Midgley um, a couple of months ago now, you were just about to set off with a, a fire engine and some other vehicles. How did that trip go? Well, we took off on the 27th of June. On the 24th of June, we had a charity concert in Grassington, which was really a big success. And thank you and shout out to everybody who supported that. But then a few days later, we took off with a fire engine. John was driving a van uh, with a trailer and an ambulance van on top of it. And then we had another van and then three four by fours. And it was a incredibly intense drive. We drove from Grassington down to Dover, took a ferry over to Calais, drove from Calais to well, somewhere around Hanover, First day, we had a puncture. Fortunately, we had so many mechanics and, and skillful uh, motor cars people on the on the convoy that they just it was just nothing, a brush off. And then we spent the night in uh, Hanover uh, on a service station. We slept three hours or so. And then what was it? Five o'clock, we hit the road again. And um, well, we had that puncture. So when we crossed to Poland, we had to find spare tires. And uh, and then we got to Warsaw for night, took off next morning at five, drove to the border. We got to the border about noon, uh, a border from uh, on the Polish side called Rebene, getting to Ravaruska in Ukraine. And uh, everything had been pretty smoothly until then, even though we had this issue with um, the tire and so forth. But now got through and, and, and the fire engine, unfortunately, got stuck. So poor Mike and I were stuck there for 12 hours sorting the paperwork out. Uh, and then we got to Lviv about, you know, after midnight. And next morning, we uh, got a lift to the border uh, to Poland and, and crossed the border on foot five guys and I, and then we got onto a train to Krakow and the next night uh, we're back on. It sounds like an ideal holiday. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, obviously, we, 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 we were hearing a lot in the news, a little bit less so now about the situation in Ukraine. But, you know, I know your convoy took vehicles, you took aid with you as well. Did you see much of the situation on the ground in Ukraine when you were out there? Well, you know, what happened is that uh, actually... Only two, three days after the this uh, drop off to Lviv, Lviv was bombed, and then of course there's constant uh, attacks in the country, shelling, drones, etc. So um, we might not be hearing about them every day, and they might not sort of make the news threshold, but it is an ongoing uh, situation, and uh, you know you hear air raids, especially when you're in the cities. You have an app that you you know tells you when the air raids uh, are going off in the country. So it's, it's, you feel it when you're there, of course. Um, it's different now, this time of year, than it was in uh, December, January, because, of course, uh, the weather is, is uh, nice and it's not dark. Uh, you've got sunflower fields all over. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. But at the same time, you know, it's still war. And so uh, the needs are there. And, and 
obviously whatever is going on in the front line is affecting people at the home front. It's a a difficult time. And I know you're going again uh, with with another uh, trip uh, in a couple of weeks' time. What what are you going to be taking? Are there things people locally can still help with for that next trip? Yeah, so what happened is actually in between there was another trip that already took some hospital beds. Tim Marston from Huddersfield to Ukraine Humanitarian Aid took some hospital beds for me to a Rotary uh, fellow member from Nipro. And they got uh, 4,000 bed sheets also to them and then uh, these electric hospital beds. And uh, they were so, so grateful for this, uh, this kind of aid and support. But at the same time, we had, I think it was about four or five vehicles were going but still, <laughs> there's so much aid coming in constantly that uh, we couldn't fill all the vehicles. So now what we've uh, we've done is there's another trip happening in, in in a couple of weeks' time, and we're taking over what's been left over from that. But also anything what we're looking for is is to be hospital and medical related. Um, the hospitals are really, really overworked, and and on. So what they're looking for is to get the aid to be directed to the wounded and, and, and sort of hospital care. So whatever people could do, that would be great. The other one that is much a priority always is water. And so if people are willing to donate and get, get in touch with uh, organizations like Aquabox and Water Survival Box and, and donate to Ukraine, that would be absolutely amazing. We'd be you know able to take them over there. As we did, uh, we took water in, in June as well. So that's something that we really hope for is medical supplies and and um, and water filters and pumps. And I know um, together with with John Midgley, obviously you've been uh, focusing on on vehicles and getting vehicles over there. Four by fours is is one of the kind of vehicles that's in in need at the moment in Ukraine. There's been some national press around uh, uh, vehicles here that are being scrapped, and you know there's a lot of vehicles in this country that could be going to Ukraine. Yeah. So I've been to Ukraine 10 times myself and I've taken over six vehicles uh, that were donated to Ukraine. So six pickups and they are very much in use. And what's happening now is that there's um, an organization called Car for Ukraine. They have requested these vehicles that are going to be scrapped from London to be donated to, to Ukraine. And there's a gentleman called Richard Lothaus um, who is in London uh, supporting Car for Ukraine. And the, the request actually came from the mayor of Kiev, Vitali Klitschko, to mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, asking that if these vehicles that are going to be assigned for scrap on the 29th of August could then actually be, instead of scrapping, sent to Ukraine for aid. I mean, this would not mean that these vehicles would be, you know, they would basically get an extension of life for a few weeks. These cars have have already, they've got many, many years and a lot of mileage, but also what they uh, are would be doing is is, is being in a very rough environment and, and sort of a, an average vehicle that we've donated or anyone who's donated for Ukraine, these four by four cars, they're very nimble, very agile, very useful vehicles, but their life expectancy is about three weeks. So um, it would be just a small postponement of them becoming scrap, but it would be very helpful for the Ukrainians. The plea that we, we have now is that those of us who are involved in, 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 in sending vehicles to Ukraine, which we fill up with aid, 
humanitarian aid, and then we drive them over to Ukraine. These cars would be then coming from the the London mayors or actually transport of London collections that people have when they've given these vehicles into to make made for scrap. Basically, it would be an option on the form for them to to instead of going for scrap to be to be assigned to to go to Ukraine and anything that is already in storage, if that could be given to the volunteers who would be driving them and delivering them to Ukraine, that would be amazing. That would be our request. And if there's anybody uh, locally who's listening to this uh, who wants to give you some money or give you a, a vehicle, uh, what's the best way of them getting in touch with you guys? Well, I mean, there's always Howarth and Worth Valley Rotary Club. We are a registered charity so and we have a Ukraine project fund. So we would be very, very happy to receive any kind of aid and also uh, specifically medical or water, water boxes and such or then funds. The fact of the matter is that all the aid that we get, if we don't have funds for fuel for the transport, then we can't deliver. So that is something that we actually should always be thinking of first is that we need the funds before we get the aid or collect aid because otherwise then they can be stored somewhere in worst cases and then incur costs. So what what we really would like is is it's a little bit of everything. If you could possibly give us funds when you give your collections or donations, we would be very grateful for that. And and Howarth and Worth Valley Rotary Club uh, website is the place to go to find out how to do that. Well, we wish you well with uh, your your next trip and future trips. And uh, yeah, people can get in touch uh, with Howarth and, and Worth Valley Rotary Club uh, if they're able to uh, to support it as well. Um, thank you for talking to us, Amelia. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Stuart. And today being Independence Day of Ukraine since 1991 Ukraine has been independent I just really wanted to say thank you for you to you and then wish a happy independence day to Ukraine and Slava Ukraini